What's up, guys? Welcome back to a new episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers. Today, we're going to talk about the daily struggles of binge eating and how to cope with them. Let's just get right into it, shall we? Okay, the first one is the supermarket. Or really just any kind of market or restaurant, fast food restaurant. Can you say restaurant? I don't know. McDonald's, right? Burger King, if you're feeling really spicy. (laughs) Um, That triggers you and that makes you want to binge on whatever they have there or just you know eat food that doesn't nourish your body the way it needs to be nourished what are we going to do about this let's say you're coming home from work and every day you're you're walking past this one supermarket where like oh my god they have like so good pastries right they have these packed pastries i i love them maybe didn't even eat in like six hours i want those pastries what do we do about this one thing my dietitian used to tell me was to change my routine instead of being stuck in your routine and always walking the same way why don't you just not (laughs) Hmm? what about that and then you can already tell if you want to binge or not. Because if you're like, oh, no, I, I want to walk past the supermarket because, um, I don't know, it's like, you know, what I always do. No, no, no. You want to do that because maybe you want to grab the pastries and binge on them. You can spot when you lie to yourself or when you're planning on doing something that your higher self, I guess you could say, does not want you to do. There's these two sides, or even more sides, fighting. Being like, hey, why do I want to walk past the supermarket so bad? Like, so bad. Like, I just... Do you you think it's, like, so great there? Is it, like, a sight-seeing thing? What's going on? You don't need to walk past that, you know? It happens that you're in a restaurant, in a supermarket, and you're confronted with desserts, pastries, sweets whatever you crave, salty stuff, stuff that doesn't nourish your body and is really, you know, sugary whatsoever, salty, oily, that triggers you, you know? Um, What you need to do then is to distance yourself from the thought. And that is coming from someone who is very much into mindfulness. I've been meditating for probably two years on and off and I got really like into it beginning of 2021 let me tell you changed my life not with binge eating only but also with anxiety but that's a whole nother story what you need to do is instead of thinking or like feeling like you're thinking the thought looking at it what helps there is a visualization i always imagine standing in a room standing in a house looking outside the window and it's raining outside are are you the rain are you confronted with the rain no you're watching the rain the rain is your thought you're watching the rain fall down do its thing whatever it does 
as hard as coming up, being present, all right? But what you're doing is you're focusing on your breath. I always imagine a line going up when I'm breathing in and a line going down when I'm breathing out, for example. You can find your own little thing. I'm actually getting that tattooed, but that's another thing. <laughs> so distancing yourself from the thought. Meditating in general, but I guess you've heard it so much. You're like, just leave me alone with that crap. I don't want it. Or maybe it won't work. It will work. You know that it will work. You just don't want to try because maybe you don't even want to fail and be like, oh, even that doesn't help me. That's usually why people don't do stuff. Because they're afraid of failing at it subconsciously. Next thing. Events. Let's say... Oh my god, someone's calling you, like who's calling me? Oh, Aunt Annie, you want me to come to your barbecue tomorrow, Sunday? Nice, you want me to come to the all-you-can-eat restaurant? Nice, yeah, I'll be there at 5 p.m. You want to go there, but also you don't. <laughs> because you know that you're gonna overeat. You can, you don't trust yourself, even though, rationally seen, you can always choose, but you don't feel in charge. You don't feel like you can choose. People hate that, by the way, psychology. Mm. If you want to make people like you, always give them something to choose from. One thing, one advice that does not work for everyone is, I guess you could call it a stimulus isolation. If the barbecue stresses you the entire week, let's say Aunt Annie already called a week ago, Sunday barbecue, all right, 5 p.m., be there, bring a salad. And this stresses you way much more than just not going, then what's the point of going, all right? If you're completely in your head about this thing, you don't need to go. You can do this stimulus isolation where you just don't surround yourself with all this food. Because to be very honest, even for people who do not have binge eating disorder, being in an environment where you can li literally eat everything and you don't even have to pay, really, for all that food, that's a challenge for everyone. And then being in a situation where you're already triggered by food much more than other average people are, let's say, like that average people whatever you know what i'm saying people who don't struggle with this this is a challenge my friend don't look at it like something that is just oh whatever i i will figure it out maybe maybe not it is completely fine that when you do not have the have the self-trust you know and you don't feel like you can do this not yet not yet you definitely can but not yet you don't have to force yourself okay but also if you feel like you're ready to do so you know, and to confront yourself with all this food that triggers you possibly, then go for it. In this situation, it is important to stay mindful of eating, all right? Which is also a challenge in itself, I know. Slow eating, ugh, so annoying, I know. When you've never really done it and you always just not really even chew food, you're just like, you know going in and whatsoever that's all you're used to it's hard already i know but you know usually you're going to like a barbecue to like an all-you-can-eat buffet with other people right focus on the conversations make the conversations as exciting as possible i found that when i'm in really exciting conversations 
like even if it's just like 10 20 seconds i'm like oh i totally forgot about the food oh there we go like five minutes and i didn't even think about the food that i'm currently having on my plate right meditating while being there which isn't anything else than just focusing on your breath when you feel like it is getting too much but just putting this food on your plate that you know that you can handle at this moment right now you know that maybe doesn't trigger you as much you can also put trigger foods on there but this is as i said a huge topic um depending on where you are in your journey sometimes it is good to use trigger foods sometimes i would say you don't always have to it's not about restricting it's just about sometimes avoiding some huge stress that can arise if you're really upset if you're really angry if something's really going wrong in your life and you're upset it is probably not the greatest idea in history to you know really set yourself this really big challenge oh yeah yeah i can have all the fries i can have all the burgers that trigger me like hardcore yeah no problem you don't have to do that it's baby steps it's not taking a damn huge step and then and then stumbling and falling you know I know we all want to achieve our goals, but you really have to be patient for this one. With mental health, we're all, people all over the world have to be patient with anxiety, with depression, with eating disorders. It's normal. Also, just like if ramen noodles, for example, at a restaurant trigger you or a burger triggers you, you can go to the restaurant alone or with a friend and really just sit there with the goal. I'm going to eat very slowly. I'm going to focus on the food. No phone. No TV running in the background. No, no, no. Focusing on the food. Or on the conversation and the food. Some people, they eat faster when they are in conversations. I personally find that I talk slower. Um, no. (laughs) What? I personally find that I eat slower in conversations. Alright. So, you have to see how that works for you. Next thing. Cravings during certain times. Usually, it's the evening. I don't have any statistics about this, but I definitely feel like people usually get their cravings in the evening. Because people come home from work, people come home from school, people come home from... I wanted to say kindergarten, that's not really realistic. And that's usually like in the evening, right? So that's where we start to um, integrate this behavior in the evening. So your brain is like, okay, evening, all right. My clock says it's craving hours, right? I'm used to having a lot of food during this time. I I can't even describe it. I never thought that something small like this, like a small habit like this would help me even. Not even a little bit. I thought, what? No, 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 no. I mean, I can try it. I'm going to try it, but whatever. It's not like it's going to change anything, right? I had the same idea about meditating. I was like, ugh, whatever. This changed my life, guys. What I'm about to tell you will change your life too. You just have to start. Promise me you will start tomorrow. Switching to zero calorie beverages or even not zero calorie beverages, whatever. But I would prefer or recommend zero calorie um, drinks, you know, like, um, I don't know, iced tea zero. Maybe not Coca-Cola. And drinking this when you crave sweets more stuff pro tip actually if you have a blender mix this with uh ice cubes so we have like kind of a slushy 
and then just eat slash drink it whatsoever and this my friend is was literally the solution to my cravings i no longer get these cravings in the evening it used to be insane insane i first started with eating vegetables or fruits when i got my cravings switch to that first don't focus on the damn calories okay I would say vegetables are better, you know, they're lower in sugar, they won't spike your insulin levels as much as fruit does, like a mango, a banana, like this has a lot of sugar, so, you know, physiologically your insulin levels will go up, which will make you want to eat more food. So I would actually recommend vegetables. Your favorite, favorite vegetable in the world, okay? Like broccoli is dope, (laughs) you know? Next thing. The mother of cravings is urges. Yeah, urges are insane. That's the the main thing with binge eating, right? Urges. It is it is crazy. You just simply do not feel in control, even though you are. Um, and this is obviously a topic that we're gonna have a whole episode about in the future coming soon i will touch on this for a second emergency boxes what are those you may ask well you could have really extreme smells in there extreme hmm. i don't know if that's the right objective but lavender for example lavender peppermint or something maybe that does not smell as good if, if there's like a perfume you really hate, like you're like, holy crap, who would ever wear this? <laughs> you know, put that in there. And then there's just smell on it when, when you feel the urge to binge. Also, really strong gums, maybe. Maybe like a slime or something that you can knead. Um, you know, or like a stress ball whatsoever. Something that sets another impulse, a new impulse, that pulls you away from this damn chocolate, from this damn burger, damn chips, you know. Ice cubes, like just chewing on ice cubes really helped me. Or biting on a pepper. (laughs) And there we are. Ice cubes and peppers are probably the essentials for your binge eating recovery. All right, this really changed my life. So therefore, the name of this podcast, by the way. Next thing, which is also a thing that will have a an episode for itself, which is low self-worth comparison and the need to lose weight. Like you're feeling you need to lose weight. Okay, I don't have any notes saved for this one because I just want to freestyle a little bit. It's a trigger as well, going through Instagram, seeing all the girls, all the guys, perfect shape, perfect body for some reason. How do they do that? I don't know. Okay. I'm going scrolling through Instagram. This is just like a bag of chips laying around Instagram. Any platform you can think of that triggers you, it's a trigger. Just like the bag of chips. Delete it. You don't. You also don't want the damn chips just laying around in your house, right? You don't want that too. It's stressing you out. Same thing for um, Instagram and stuff. Just delete it. 
stimulus isolation out of sight out of your mind something like that that's actually very true you know it's also the same like when you always stalk your ex or you stalk people you were inflicted with or whatsoever old friends or whatever with your fake account you gotta keep thinking about them yeah you're definitely gonna think about them so if you daydream a lot about them you're gonna think about them just tell it. why you should not compare yourself is because you have a totally different starting point and what i always try to think of well what would this person be able to lose weight healthily obviously this fast if if they were in the same position as me and the answer is always no no obviously not and that is not about talking bad about them in your thoughts thinking bad thoughts no it's just switching to a rational perspective they're at a different starting point this is worth a whole episode because i've come a long way with self-worth myself like insane 2021 was insane for me it's all about catching yourself thinking these negative thoughts let's go back to the real practical side of this right because that's why we're here let's say you're thinking oh my god she's so she's so pretty and i'm i'm here just like i had a binge yesterday probably getting weight again you know that's a thought that i had a lot thinking of a of a stop sign right this is a huge one and going back to being mindful looking at it from the outside perspective and maybe even asking yourself hey um where did i get this thought from was it maybe my my father who made really bad comments about my body all my all the time was it my ex-boyfriend who told me to lose weight all the time and being like hey this is actually not the essence of me that's speaking right that's not the the true self that's speaking right now so if you take a different route and you're actually not like oh my god she's pretty and i'm so ugly but you're like she's pretty just like me okay see see different afterthought after the oh she's pretty all right you don't need to put yourself down someone else's beauty is not the lack of yours all right but we've heard that a lot right that's all i have for today i feel like this episode could be 20 hours long (laughs) because everything i lightly touched on is a huge topic in itself and psychology and the food world recovery world obviously and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope i i I was able to help you uh let me know i i'm on tiktok i'm on instagram all the links are in the description and i'm your host melody and i'll see you back here in some time with the next episode of the podcast ice cubes and peppers bye